In the city of Jerusalem, there are many places that commemorate some of the events in the life and death of Jesus. One of those places is known as the House of Caiaphas. That's important because that's where the first trial of Jesus took place on Monday, Thursday. It's where he was taken immediately after he had been arrested at the Garden of Gethsemane. The location today is marked by a church, a very beautiful church, but also very haunting because of everything that happened there and the reminders of it. There's a statue that recalls the moment that Peter denied even knowing his Savior while Jesus was just steps away on trial for his life. The doors to the main entrance depict Jesus pointing at Peter as he passed by him, what would have been just a few minutes after the denial, pointing at him as, as if to accuse him of his failure. Except something happens when you walk up to those doors to, to go into the church. All of a sudden, Jesus is no longer pointing at Peter. He's pointing at you. It's a powerful reminder of the fact that, that we are not simply remembering events that took place 2,000 years ago. We are a part of those events, as if we were actually there ourselves. An even more powerful moment happens for those who go inside the church, who go beneath the building to something that's called the sacred pit. Well, Caiaphas and, and the Jewish council would have interrogated Jesus in the middle of the night, very late on Monday, Thursday, or maybe shortly after midnight on Good Friday. After that trial, Jesus would have been confined somewhere before he was taken to Pontius Pilate in the morning. Many people believe that Jesus was confined in a dry cistern located underneath the house of Caiaphas. Like much of Mount Zion, that area is crisscrossed, the limestone rock, with, with natural caves. These pits were used for many things, to store dry goods or, or as a water cistern. They were sometimes used for other purposes as well, such as a secure holding cell or a prisoner awaiting trial or sentencing. And there's good evidence, centuries old, that that's exactly what happened to Jesus. This is a, a picture at the, the top of the sacred pit looking to the bottom, which is about 15 feet or so down. 
There's a set of steps there now so pilgrims can, can go down, but those steps weren't there at the time of Jesus. The only way down or up from the pit was by a rope. And so an exterior wall of the church shows Jesus being lowered into the pit by ropes. At the bottom is a lectern on which sits something that that looks like a book, except it has only one chapter, this book, and that chapter is from the Bible. It's Psalm 88, but it's reproduced in many different translations, which is what makes it look like there's a book there. To read that psalm in that setting is a particularly and, and for many surprisingly moving experience. As we can envision Jesus speaking these words in those terrible hours in the pit as he awaited what he knew was sure to come. The the words of this psalm so profoundly describe what would have been Jesus' emotional and spiritual state at the time. And so they, they profoundly describe for us his incredible love because he voluntarily took all of that upon himself. As you listen to the psalm tonight, you will note a sense of hopelessness throughout. That must have been how Jesus felt during those hours. Of course, we cannot reproduce that tonight, but in order to give us a a little taste of the gloom of that evening, we're going to turn off the the lights in the church while, while I recite the words of Psalm 88. as Jesus would have done. Lord, you are the God who saves me. Day and night, I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I am overwhelmed with troubles, and my life draws near to death. I'm counted among those who who go down to the pit and am like one without strength. I'm set apart with the dead, like the slain who, who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more who are cut off from your care. You have put me in the lowest pit, in the darkest depths. Your wrath lies heavily on me. You have overwhelmed me with all your waves. 
You have taken from me my closest friends and made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes grow dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and, and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave and your faithfulness in destruction? Are your wonders known in the the place of darkness, your righteous deeds in the land of oblivion? But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Why do you Reject me and hide your face from me. From my youth I have suffered and been close to death. I have borne your terrors and am in despair. Your wrath has swept over me. Your terrors have destroyed me. All day long they surround me like a flood. They have completely engulfed me. You have taken from me my friends and neighbors and darkness is my closest friend. 